0: Hello, hello, ladies and gentlemen. How are y'all doing today? This is Mental Impact Spotlight. I'm your humble host, Orlando Presents. And uh, today is a special day because today is... Easter. Easter Sunday. Yes, yes, yes. Easter Sunday. Um, I have a chance to be able to sit down with this artist on today. Hey, most definitely fantastic about that. So, uh, happy Resurrection Day, ladies and gentlemen out there who are listening. The special guest that we have on is R 3 So... I'm gonna allow him to introduce himself and uh let's get this started. How you doing today, sir?
1: Hey man, I'm doing great, brother. How are you doing today?
0: I'm doing pretty good, man. I'm doing pretty good. Can't uh can't complain, you know. Everybody has something that they're not happy about, you know, but <laughs> <Yeah>. hey <laughs> <laughs> about it. Um, you know, let let the folks know a little bit about your name, man, because I was trying to um decipher that and everything. And I was trying to look it up, but really couldn't find the information on the, the background on the name. Let the folks know about your name.
1: Yeah. So uh, I'm actually kind of in a, I guess, crossroads with that. So uh, just to kind of give a brief, you know, discussion about it or, uh, a brief explanation about it. When I started rapping, I was like 14 years old, 15 years old. And I had a, an account on hot new hip hop. That's where I would upload my music now when I started rapping, I went by Big Rob, because my name's Robert. Uh and that's what everyone on my football team called me. So I went by Big Rob, but being, you know, fifteen years old, I was really indecisive. I was like, do I wanna rap? Do I not wanna rap? And I ended up deleting the account or or something like that. So I, I was like, Yeah, I'm done rapping. And uh wow. a week later I was like, No, I'm gonna rap. So I went to to go back to that Big Rob account, you know, being indecisive, but I didn't I forgot the password or I couldn't access it anymore. And so I tried creating a new one, a uh, new account, but Big Rob was uh, was taken by my last one. So I was like, "Man, what do I do? Like <laughs> what what do I go by?" So I was like, "Well, I really th- sat there and thought about it, and I was like, "Okay, well, RO3." I was like the 3 kind of looks like a capital B, so it kind of looks like Rob in a, in a weird way. So I'm I'm going to go with that. And I was hoping people would just call me Rob, but As as you know, I kept making music and went through high school, went through college. Everyone just called me RO3. So I was like, all right, I'm going to roll with it. Now, when I started, I was, you know, not following Jesus. I was a kid. You know, even when I went through college, I, I always knew who God was. But I didn't truly accept Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. I didn't, you know, pick up my cross and follow him daily. I didn't really give Jesus every part of me. And so, you know, I started doing that uh, when I was baptized, when I was 18, and I really started changing our music, you know, I cussing in it, the topics were different, you know, it changed a lot. You know, everyone I'm listening or anyone that listens later, yeah. it's Easter, you know, our, our, our Savior is here in Oklahoma, uh, so it's, it's been a great day, and I kind of made this name, just Robert and that's just Robert and the story behind that is uh, growing up uh, he always said my name was, is it? no one called him Bob. no one called him Robbie not Bob not Bobby nothing his name is just Robert just Robert so growing <laughs> up I I, I I always went by Robert Can I call, you, call you? Um, no man I, I'm just Robert I'm just Robert and once we got older, you know, people call me Rob and I couldn't really stop them. So I was like, all right, you know, I'll, I'll answer to that. But, you know, my mother, she calls me Robert. My wife always calls me Robert. And it's taken on a new, a oh. new, um, a new perspective as well, because when it comes to our music, you know, I was talking to uh, one of my brothers just yesterday and he was like, man, you know, you just got a great spirit. You you know, you're obedient. And I'm like, hey, man, it's, it's not me. You know, I, God put something on my heart yeah i'm obedient i try my best to be obedient but there's times where i don't you know there's times where i'm not obedient that goes for all of us and even though we are obedient at times even though we do answer what god calls us to do man it's god it's not us you know i'm just i'm just robert (laughs) it's it's nothing special about Hmm. me there's nothing uh my gifts everything that i have my wife my daughter my job every aspect of my life is only because of God uh, you know sending his son to die for me and blessing me to be able to have a relationship with him and being able to have this life that I have it's not special about me man anyone can have this life if, if you put your trust and your faith in Jesus Christ I, I'm just Robert and so that's where the name's hmm. kind of changing now and I want to move past RO3. I want to move past who I used to be. And like I said, I've been back and forth. Cause like, you know, last week I was like, man, I'm going back to RO3. This is just Robert thing. Ain't working. <laughs> it's like People people don't know how to search me up anymore. They don't know how to look up RO3 or, you know, just Robert. And you know, you, you made that, uh, that keen picture of, of me and RO3. I was like, man, all right, I'm gonna have to let him know. I'm gonna start going by just Robert, which Praise the Lord, that's the first thing you brought up was my name. So
0: <laughs> God's yeah. working, bro. So yeah, to
1: try to try to not make it super long and, and elaborate, man. That's what that's what our music is here with. God made is is just doing the best that we can to share Jesus's love. Um, it's hard not to focus on likes. It's hard not to focus on views, but we got to remember who we're making the music for. And my wife has this amazing saying that she's she's always said, you know, from the beginning when we. We met each other five years ago in college. He's always said, "If it's just one person that hears God, then that one person is worth it." Mm. And so I'm like,
0: it's, "It's all about God. It, it ain't
1: it ain't about me." So that's where I'm really trying to make this transition. Hopefully, I stay committed, bro, because I'm all back and forth. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm like, <laughs> man, I want people to still know R O three, but at the end of the day, man, I'm just Robert. Ain't nothing special about me. Only thing special about me is that Jesus Christ mm. died for me. So.
0: Mm. amen amen now uh i don't want to confuse you anymore about the name but when when i <laughs> when i saw the name ro3 and now that you start really talking about it a lot of other names and stuff started popping into my head like robert on three father son and the holy ghost yeah you know it's it, <laughs> there's a lot man <laughs> so i was like i was like man he just messed it all up in my head but yeah i like that just you know just robert is uh definitely hey just letting you know like hey yeah i'm just just robert i'm just what the father made me just robert exactly Um, i mean i get hey man
1: today i get people that say row three or you know they they have people said that to me too what you just said like man is that for the father the son the holy spirit that three the trinity i'm like no, but that'd be really dope if it was like it, it's just a so simple man. I was 15 trying to make a name and just pulled out RO3 because it looked like Rob. So, yeah, man, that's that's awesome, though. That's awesome.
0: See, there you go. More than, more than one person said it, so maybe you need to incorporate that a little bit. Yeah, yeah, maybe. <laughs> so um okay we got the name and everything established so i'm gonna call you just robert while we're on this interview yeah.
1: so that'd yeah, be cool or you could just you could all just right, say robert cool. i mean <laughs> yeah for sure bro for sure for sure
0: <laughs> all right uh well uh robert just robert <laughs> let the folks know out there <laughs> let the folks know out there um how did Christ find you? What where were you within your walk that uh Christ touched you and said, Hey, you need to start following me? Or were you always, you know, uh, following Christ? Well,
1: uh, so I'm I'm Pawnee, Pawnee Native American. Um I've been raised by my grandma, my my mother. Uh, I didn't mention my dad, but my dad was a part of my life growing up. My mother Uh, Ended up leaving him when I was about six. Today is actually his birthday, but he also passed away in 2008. So Mm. he passed away on the 10th, and his birthday is on the 12th. So I just want to praise the Lord real quick for anyone that's listening, man. Today I was able to preach the word of God, preach the resurrection of Jesus Christ on this Easter Sunday, which is also my father's birthday, and that that meant a lot to me to be able to preach the word of God on my father's birthday. Um, But but uh, anyways, back, back to your question. Um, You know, I was, our Pawnee ways are good ways. We have good ways as, as the Pawnee Nation of Oklahoma and my, that's how you say grandma and, and Pawnee. She was always reading me scripture. My mom was always talking to me about praying, always talking about God. And I, I've always known God and it kind of reminds me of Timothy, you know, of, you know, your grandmother and uh, her faith went through her, you know, her daughter and and it's gone through you, you know, that faith is in you, but, it wasn't until I claimed that faith for myself that everything became different. Um, I I played football all through, through school, all through high school, Uh, went and played college football, even, even played semi-pro here in uh, Oklahoma as well. But in high school, in high school, I got Hmm. in a lot of trouble. Uh, Well, not a lot of trouble. There's one instance where I got in trouble, long story short, and I got suspended. I wasn't able to play my senior year of high school. So I dropped out. Um, I was smoking a lot. I was drinking a lot. I was, I I felt like I was just done for, you know, I was, I was betting on an athletic scholarship to go to college and play ball and, and get my mom out of working three jobs, you know, be able to provide the way that I always wanted my dad to provide for. And once, once I got kicked out of school or, you know, I, I just quit. And I really, I really just became this, this toxic person, uh, very angry Like I said, I I smoked a lot of marijuana. I drank a lot. I I stayed at home six months, man. Just my mom and I. Just I I just was in that in that state. But I still knew who God was. You know, my mom would invite me to go to church. My Mm. mom would still you know be trying to talk to me. And I've always known who God was, but I never made the decision to follow Jesus until that time. Because see, now looking back, even then I knew God was taking taking things away from me, so I had nothing to do but to look to him. See, I was focusing on football. I placed my identity in football. I placed my identity in music. I placed my hopes and my dreams in, in these worldly things and God took them away so that I could see him and only him and realize that's who I need right now. That's who I, all I've ever needed. And so, uh, you know, I started going to church. I, uh, got a job, you know, I, I, Got a full time job. I decided to go to community college. I, I actually got my GED. Went to community college with the same same kids I went to high school with. I, I was in community college with them, and they're looking at me crazy, like, "Man, didn't you drop out?" Like, "Yep." And I'm in the same class as you now. God is good, you know. I was able to uh, <laughs> get baptized, and um, you know, just really begin picking up my cross the best I could. Now I, I was still being in the world, though. You know, I still was being in the world. I wasn't. Fully committed to God, I I wasn't really living the best Christian life that I could. I wasn't being an, an example and following after Jesus the way that I should have. Um, and my best friend ended up passing away, and that's really what what drew me, mm-hmm. in. that's really what uh, opened my eyes because he followed Jesus, you know, and, and he passed away. And I remember that day, um, laying in my bedroom. I had class. It was. Uh, time for me to go. And I laid out, man, I'm skipping class today. I'm not going. And I felt, I felt this voice and it was God. It was God's Get up, man. Get up, get up and go to class, get up and go to school. You know what you're supposed to do. Get up. And you can't ignore God. You you can ignore him as long as you want. And then there comes a point where you just got to listen. You got to be obedient. And so I got up, got my car, drove to class and my phone goes off uh, on my way to class. And I look at my phone and it's from, uh, a coach down at Haskell Indian nations university. Now I'm from Michigan and the college I went to is in Lawrence, Kansas. And that coach said, uh, you know, my name is, he shared his name and he said, uh, I'm the defensive coordinator for Haskell Indian nations university. I I want to reach out to you and and see if you're interested in coming and playing football for our program. And right then I was like, that's good. You know, to this day, I can, I, I can tell you right now in this interview, If I didn't get up out of that bed, I would have never got that call. I would have never got that message. I would have never gotten that, you know, because I wouldn't have been obedient to God in that bedroom. And I wouldn't have been obedient to God to leave Michigan and go to Lawrence, where I actually truly started following Jesus, where I was able to get my associate's degree, where I was able to graduate with my BS degree, my uh, bachelor's degree in business administration, where I, I met my wife, where I began preaching, where I began Learning and serving and going on mission trips and really changing my music, changing the message, changing the reason, the purpose, the, the, the why I'm here to serve the Lord. You know, when when we're too focused on, man, mm. I just got to get, get this money. I got to sell my music. I got to do this. I got to do that. Man, when you realize it ain't even my money, it's God's money. When you realize it ain't up to me to go get this, God's going to provide it when you just start really changing your perspective to realize God's got everything that you need and he sent that to die on the cross for you, man, that's when everything really changed for me, man. And, and ever since then, our music has, has been incredibly blessed. Being able to go back, even after I graduated, go back and perform there at my university, um, you know, to be able to perform, perform at churches, wow. be able to speak at, at revivals and not only that, but God's also blessed us to help others. You know, because growing up, I I have always tried doing it on my own, having my own studio, Um, you know, have to buy beats because God didn't bless me that way. I can't make a beat. I even (laughs) tried. I tried in college. I can't make a beat to save my life. But, you know, now we're able to help other artists with audio engineering. We're able to help them with YouTube growth and, and, and different aspects that he's blessed me to learn through all these years. And see, it's it's not about doing it for you know, the, uh, the certain pay that, you know, cause audio engineering isn't cheap, you know, it, it's not mixing, mastering is not cheap production in right. any kind is not cheap. Studio time is not cheap, but I've been exactly. able to get through everything with the Lord and he has shown me ways that it is, it is obtainable. And that's why I, I, I like to share with artists, other Christian artists. Cause for a minute there, man, I was, I was down to engineer for anybody. You know, I was like, let's do it. I, yeah. I'll make you sound good. Mm. Man boy howdy god really convicted my heart because i was like what am i doing i'm engineering these songs and people will be like well you're not cussing well you're not the one. yeah but i'm making it sound good like i'm making what they're i'm making i'm glorifying what they're saying <laughs> and yeah i'm not the one saying it but i'm making it sound good to where other people are going to listen to it and enjoy it you know and there's a lot of money out there for that right there's a lot of money to engineer for people but you know with with our services we really provide uh a budget for them You know, whatever matches their budget. Hey, we're here to work. The main purpose is to get your music to sound the best that it can. So when people hear the gospel in your music, when people hear Jesus, when people hear God, it sounds sonically appealing to them. You know what I mean? There's a lot of, and for some reason, you know, a lot of us Christian artists, we struggle financially in in, in that aspect where it's, it's tough for, you know, me even right now to be able to go, pay a hundred dollars for a mix and master to pay $200. I mean, come on, man. We got bills. We got, we got babies, you know, we got, we got so much we got to be good stewards mm. with our money with. So we provide an outlet for them. That's like, Hey man, even if, right. even if you can't pay, we want to help because it's not about, uh, you know, the income it's about serving the Lord and being obedient to what he's placed on our hearts. So even though we have the aspect of us putting our music out, us sharing Jesus, we also want to do that in the way that we work with others, the way that we edify others and build each other up, because that's what God's word tells us to do. You know, it's not about my music because it ain't my music. It's God's music. It's God's music. He's making it through me and he's making it through you, too. And I want to be able to help you the best that I can. And so I know all of this. Yeah. I know all of this would not be the way that it is if I never, never made that decision to get out of bed that day, made that decision to <laughs> to say Jesus Christ is my Lord and savior and to say his blood is sufficient for my salvation. There's no way, absolutely no way. And, um, I mean, like I said, that's where, Mm. that's where I found Jesus on that campus. I went there to play football and I ended up following Jesus. I went there to play football and I found my wife. Mm. Now we have our, Mm -hmm. our daughter that was born in December. I mean, we're really, really blessed, man. And just to be able to have this interview with you, I mean, I'm rambling. I ramble. I'm an extrovert. I, I talk. You, you give me a question. <laughs> I'll make a story out of it. And I appreciate you just listening and giving me this opportunity to to speak on your platform and share, you know, that you can hear it now. You know, this ain't this ain't Robert. <laughs> I'm just Robert. Yeah. This is God right here. God <laughs> made me. God made everything that we're about and so he gets all the credit all the glory i ain't nothing but a vessel i'm nothing but a window for his love and his light to shine through unto all those that he blesses across our paths
0: amen amen i mean one thing that i like to say is that um you know you never know who's going to go back and listen to these you know these podcasts so i, I allow the artist or whoever the guest is, go ahead and talk, speak your testimony. Amen. All of this is a part of your testimony. All of this is supposed to be, you know, shared out there so that somebody else can pick up on it and say, man, if he went through that, then what I'm going through, you know, I can, I can make it too. I can still muster up the strength, you know, within God that has put in me. And do the things that he wants me to do as well. So, sure, that's you know that's uh, not a problem at all. It's all glory to God, man. Um, so about your music and everything. So, when did you start uh, switching over to Christian uh, to Christian music? And also, do you remember your first song that you ever wrote as Um, a a Christian artist? When I
1: went and played football, that's kind of how it's been with with music. Is when I played football, I really. Like when I went to college at Haskell and I was playing ball, I didn't really record it all. You know, I just kind mm-hmm. of put that and I was like, hey, man, I'm trying to ball out. I'm trying to do what, you know, what God sent me here to do. And then when football went away, so much had happened within that year, that year and a half that, you know, uh, I really started transitioning. I started to not cuss in my music. Um, I started to change the subjects and things like that. Uh, but I wasn't really putting out too much. You know, it was more like kind of you make it at home and you chill with it. You're like, eh, I've been out the game for a couple of years. I don't, I don't know if I'm going to put this out. And uh, the first, I guess, the real first song that I put out that was really changing, really that was 100% for the Lord, that was about sharing, sharing God's love is um, a song that's actually on our YouTube channel called I'm Telling You. And it has over 84,000 views right now. Praise God for that. Um, was able to learn learn a lot about hmm. how well, to market, yeah. how to advertise. That's what my schooling did. Praise God for that because with my degree, I'm able to understand marketing and advertising on a whole new level, being able to understand, you know, ROI and, and you know, what what is the best decision for us. So that really helped our music video. But, man, it's just God. That's the way I see it is. God bless me to have all that knowledge, to be able to promote that. And it's that song, like I said, it's on our channel. It's it's just about, man, I'm telling you, he died for you and I. And that's what today is about, is about Jesus dying for us. And, you know, there's, there's so many times in our lives that we look to other things for our worth. We look to other things for our purpose and trying to make our way, right, what we want. And within the past year or so, uh, two years, I guess. I've been really focused on that, on, man, it's not about what I want. It's about what God wants. And what I want should be what God wants. So if I don't want what I want, I I'm actually going to get what I want because what I want is what God wants, and what God wants is what I should want. <laughs> so it's, it's a lot of wants in there. No, it's, just, uh, it's pretty crazy, but, you know, once I made that change with our music and was able to really implement Jesus in God and God and just be myself, you know, be who God created me to be, that's where everything changed and that's where, um, you know, we are where we are today with our music.
0: Hey Amen. Hey Amen.
1: Now, um,
0: like I was saying before, I made the post about spoken word artists and things of that nature. Uh, so did you have any pieces that you would like to share? Um,
1: as of right now, we, I got some stuff that I, I, I'm kind of in like a bunch of different avenues with our music. Uh, I got this, God blessed it to be on my heart to make this segment on our channel called One Verse Wonder, where I just kind of spit a verse real quick, just just one verse. It's about a minute long each video. That's to you know keep people interested, keep them involved with in what we're doing. Um, being able to engineer for other artists, being able to feature for other artists, and then work on singles as well. Um, there is one one song I could share with you all right now, just kind of to describe my, my come up or, or who I am. And it's actually the first song off of our album, Preach. We dropped our uh, debut album last August named Preach, uh, which is available all over. Um, it's under R 3 so I haven't made any album or, or anything out of, uh, under just Robert yet. But the first track in that song is, is called My Testimony. And uh, I, can, I can share that with, with the viewers right now, just off the top of my head or I'll, I'll share just a little bit of it because it, it speaks about what I grew up with as a young native American uh, in a community that was predominantly uh, Caucasian, predominantly white uh, society. And, you know, my mother being a single mother, having two, three jobs, it was tough. You know, it was tough growing up in that environment. And it, it caused a lot of uh, questions in my head. It caused a lot of uh, damage to my head and to, to who I was but to know that mm-hmm. Jesus, to know that God the whole time, you know, and that I had to go through that tribulation to be able to be who I am today, to be able to grow and to be able to persevere. And that's what God's word tells us is we need to be able to persevere through our tribulations, you know, and, and that's the, the fruit. The fruit is, is what we get when we go through tribulations and we persevere and we uh, obtain self-control, you know, all the, all that stuff that uh, i believe paul's talking about so i can go ahead and share that with you if, if that's all right with you brother
0: okay yeah that's right okay, so uh
1: goes um let's see let's see how uh, because ch- i don't want to do the whole song for y'all i just want to do a little piece of it just so like i said you guys can
0: yeah, can get, yeah.
1: A, get the thought of it so let's see Well, native blood flows through every ounce of my being. Even though when you think native, I'm not who you're used to seeing. Half European, you can think my dad. And sorry to break it to you, but I ain't grow up on no res. I grew up in public schools where the white man ruled. Never got any respect, never was told the truth. Judging my traditions and the way my life's viewed. I guess it's something every native's used to. Getting different looks, cause my tone don't match my features. So that's why my mom was alone every game up in the bleachers. Nobody was near her all because of her complexion and society expects me to be poised and majestic. That won't ever happen as long as my culture and my people are infected with being neglected and disrespected. Nothing matters, the way I feel isn't new. To be in my shoes is something that you're not accustomed to. Section eight housing must be a quality for all native people having in the white economy. Every day I rode Jerome Bettis to school, a place where I knew not being white wasn't cool. So I closed my eyes and I quietly envisioned everybody in this world that has looked at me so different. Tell me what is it is because of my color or because I had one person as my father and my mother. I mean, that's that's just kind of the gist, you know, what I'm saying just being able mm. to to relate, mm. you know, that's that's what we're called to do as 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 a licensed yeah. minister for, for our native people. Um, and I, I want to say that too, you know, for anyone that's listening, for anyone that may be tuning in or may listen to this later, that's an avenue that I feel like a lot of uh, followers of Jesus don't, don't think about It don't cross their mind is, is those native Americans that are Christians, you know, uh, on my album preach, there's a song called native Christian. And that song is the best song, the best song mm-hmm. I've ever written. The greatest song I've ever written because it shares the truth of being a native American choosing to follow Jesus Christ in a country that had genocide caused on our people by those that said they were Christians and having our own people look down on us, having our own people Mm. tell us you follow white man's religion. You follow those that, that caused that genocide on our people. And we look at them and we say, you don't even know just because you say you're Christian doesn't mean you are. And just because you think that this is white man's huh. religion? I'll tell you what, Jesus wasn't white. Jesus wasn't white, and it don't even matter what what he was. It matters that he died for all of us, that he is the way. And so that's a that's Amen. something that we uh, we share through our, our Indian Baptist churches down here in Oklahoma when we go and perform. We share that song. I, I like to share it with everyone, and it's difficult, I guess, if you're not Indian, to, to understand that, to really grasp that, because I feel like, it, uh, and I'm not, you know, trying to put anyone down or, or be negative or anything like that. But I feel like it's something that doesn't cross many people's minds. You know, a native American that follows Jesus, a native American Mm. that that decides to really go against what all his people are telling them. uh, uh, And there's a lot, there's a lot of native Americans that, that won't follow Jesus. that won't follow God that, that say that's white man's religion. And they have their own ways, their own traditions, their own cultures, which Jesus was cultural. If you look at scripture, you still were cultural, it's not saying you can't be a cultural person. You can have your traditions, but those are not what's going to save you. That's not what will save you. Only Jesus dying on the Amen. cross and you claiming Him as your Lord and Savior will save you. Um, so, I, and I'm sure it's like that for many other uh, many other cultures. You know, many other uh, ethnicities and things like that. It's something that I just want to bring to light. You know, bring to light to other people, because I feel like it's something that that doesn't even get a a thought, because, man, before I started following Jesus, I didn't really think about it. You know, I didn't really think, man, like we are on the forefront, man. We're on the forefront. We're on the front line. We're we're right there. But you know what? At the end of the day, we're not alone. And at the end of the day, it's all for God's glory. It's all for God's praise. We look at ourselves like we were talking about earlier, like we're preaching about earlier. We look at ourselves and our damages, our self-inflictions, or the things we're going through, our tribulations, that we become blind to what Jesus went through, all the persecution he went through, all the physical pain, all the everything, the death from bearing our sins, make us uh, uh, measure us to that. We can't, we can't compare to that. What we go through seems so bad at times. What we right. go through and what we face seems so detrimental at times, man. It ain't nothing compared to what Jesus went through for you and me. And that's where we need to put that in the forefront of our music, of our lives. It ain't, it ain't about us, man. It ain't about the good things we do. It ain't about the bad things we do. It's what Jesus did on that day at Calvary. So just want to share that with you, dude. Uh, like I said, it, it's something. I, share that song with people. Because, like I said, I really feel like it's the greatest song God ever blessed me to write. But I've gotten feedback from it, too, like, well, you know, I don't really know about that too much. And, you know, it, it, it may be like that, but I know that there's so many out there that can hear, hear the truth that God has to say. So I, I praise the Lord for that song. Native Christian. I praise the Lord for that.
0: Amen. Amen. Well, ladies and gentlemen, just to let y'all know we're sitting down with uh, just Rob, (laughs) just Robert here on Mental Impact Spotlight, man. Um, Brother, I thank you very much for coming on the show, man. I do want to have you back again because I want us to speak on that because honestly tell you the truth that you're right. That isn't something that a lot of people speak about especially if they're not around a yeah. lot of native americans that's not something that's really dialed into yeah. or really spoken on so um if you're you know if you're free we would oh, love yeah, to have you definitely. come back you just, sometime you know
1: how to reach me brother you know how to reach out to me uh, i just want to take this time myself and my family and everything we're doing with uh our music here at god made and and everything guys doing with our lives. I thank you for taking the time out of this day, this Easter Sunday, to talk with me, to to get to know me, to hear me. And anytime, brother, anytime you, you want to have us back to talk, to to share. Don't even gotta be about our music, man. It could just be about the Lord and being able to share what He's doing in our lives. We'll answer that call. We'll be obedient. And we would love to be back here.
0: Amen. Amen. We sure will, brother. And thank you very much for your time, you know, taking your time out of your Resurrection Sunday and, um, you know, sharing with the people a bit of your testimony. And then also, uh, you you know, your beliefs in God and Jesus and what he has done. Amen. Amen. It's all, so God, thank you. it's all God. Amen. You too, love you, brother. All right. Have a good one. Love you.